0: We're learning the Sikha on Yudbei's Yidgimel Tammuz and Chalik Yudches on page 308. The Shia today is being learned Lil Nishmas, Rav Yezid bin Yamin, Ben Rabben Menashe Coltman. This is a Sikha regarding Yudbei's Yidgimel Tammuz, the liberation of the Friedige Rebbe from prison or from exile. And it's also a Sikha discussing in general the theme of the month of Tammuz. In this month, we also have Shavasab Tammuz, a fast day. And at the same time, there's a Chag Gyulah, there's a celebration of the redemption of the Friday Rebbe in this month. So the Rebbe will discuss the two opposites that you have in this month. So it's known that every month has a specific theme and the content of that month. Und Fashtandik, it's understood the as Altis Pratis, and especially that everything is with Hashkacha Pratis. As the Chaydush Vashchaten a month that has a special day in it, or the Yom or more than one special day, is the teichem from the Chaydush, Vabunimitim teichem from Tag, or the Teichim. So the content of the month is connected with the content of that special day or days that are in this month. And as an example where we see that one or a few days in a month could affect the theme of the whole month. And Adar, so in the month of Adar, what did the days of Purim accomplish? As the ganzel chaydesh is neperch gevaren on thezman simcha, the entire month is transformed into being a time of joy. Ha chaydesh ashenepach as the Megillah says, the entire month was transformed. Bizla Allah la'maisa, this is actually practically an alocha, as the ganzel chaydesh is kosher lekriyas Megillah. The entire month, you are allowed to read the Megillah. Oich m'shenichnas Adar marbin besimcha. From the first day from Rishidish Adar, you can read the Megillah. Altarahza similar we find regarding Khidish Nisan that from the entire month is referred to as the month of Gulah. is given the Only because of the fact that you have one day, the fifteenth in the month, that Yidin left Mitzrayim and the whole month is transformed to being a month of Gula. So now, looking at what we have, what special days do we have in the month of Tammuz? So we find in this month two opposite themes in the days of the month. The unique and special day in this month, was the in the that's mentioned in the Neviim, is Tsaim Haravi, the fast on the fourth month. Which is Shivasa Betamuz? The time for Shivasa Betamuz was in Demtog. Is Hufkoy? This is the day that the walls around Yerushalayim were breached in the time of the first base of Mikdash and the second base of Mikdash. There's a lengthy discussion here in the footnotes where the Rebbe discusses the date of Shavasah because in the Bavli it seems like that the date was actually test Tammuz, not Shivasa Betamuz. But the Rebbe basically comes to the conclusion here that according to all opinions, the, the, the walls of the city were breached, or at least fully breached, on Shavas B'tamot. On, das is in the This is not only an incident of one day in the month, but it's a general theme of this month. is as we can understand from the way the Pasuk refers to this fast day, that it's the fast of the fourth month of the year. So now, looking at this day, is there from So the month of Tamos is connected to a time period which is the opposite of joy. Peraniyest, there's a great punishment there. Another point is that it's not just one day, Shavasah tamos because Shavasah tamos begins. In period, at the following three weeks, it begins the period of the days of and there are certain halachas of avelos, of mourning, that applies in these days. However, on the other hand, So in this generation, there's another unique and special day that was revealed in this month, and it's actually the opposite, a day of joy. Der Chag a Geyuluf in Yudbezi Gimmel The Yontiv, the celebration of Yudbezi Gimmel when the Rebbe schwer is in Ganzen befreitgewonnen from meister and Golis, when the Friediger Rebbe was completely freed from exile and prison. Was das ist nicht gewend, Pratis. So as known, this was not just a personal liberation of the Friediger Rebbe alone, war immer allein. Nur wir erschreiten es bewusster Brief. The Friediger Rebbe writes in a famous letter, not myself alone, that Hashem redeem on this day of Yud-Beis-Tamos. All those that cherish Mitzvah, Those that keep its mitzvahs. And also all those that only have a name Yid. Just by name, alone. Even if it's just a nickname. They don't practice the Yiddishkeit, observe. But nevertheless, it's a redemption and a liberation for all the Klal Yisrael. So this includes all categories of amongst Yidden? So if so, this is a youngtiff of a celebration and of the liberation of the Friedrich Rebbe related to the liberation of all Yidden that came as a result of the Friedrich Rebbe being liberated on this day and he was of course imprisoned for the fact that he was trying to spread Yiddishkeit in Russia in those times, so therefore it wasn't a personal imprisonment and it wasn't a personal liberation. It's something that pertains to all Khalisra. So based on everything we said before it's understood as that inyina Gola is a techin ikri viklali in ganzen Khadish Tamas. It's not just one day or two days in the month. Rather it's irrelevant for the entire month of Khidish Tamas. That it's a month connected to Gola it, there's no question there that one may ask, How is it possible, as all generations, until our generation, It was unknown that the month of Tammuz also has, in addition to the fact that it's a month where a great tragedy happened, but in addition, it also has the theme of redemption in it. All that was known is that this is a month where a terrible tragedy happened in this month. So how could this change? How, how is it unknown until this point? Well, so the answer is, This is something we find in general in Teire. There are constantly new things that are being revealed and added in Teire. And we're talking about all these different chidushim in Torah, new innovations and new things that are added in Torah, and it's all things that are, were given in the It's everything that was really handed down from Moshe Misinai, but it's only being revealed in later generations. And the reason why it's only being revealed at a later time period. Everything has the appropriate time when it's the right time for it to be revealed in this world. And from when one has to fulfill the new revelation of that time in, in history. Just like Purim that happened at a certain point in history, before then there was no celebration in the month of Adar, and then from after the times of Purim, so you have to celebrate that Yonte for the future. The same thing is The same thing is here. Specifically now, in this time period where when the last moment is to be right before the arrival of Mashiach. Is this man when Sadgadafnis Galavan and the So since we're right before the time of the ultimate redemption, so this is the time period when this Hagahullah, the redemption of the Friday in this month is being revealed in this world. So these are the two opposites that we find in the days of the month. So, which are not only two different days, but are there are days of the same month and therefore it means that in this month itself you have these two opposite themes of the tragedy of the korban and also, on the other hand, the joy of the celebration of the gula of the Frida Rebbe, and of all of Klal Yisrael. this is Yomim, Tamus. Just like we see here that there are two days, two unique days in this month that are on opposite extremes. The same two extremes we find regarding the name of the month. The name, the ta- Tammuz, Aleph, So number one, what is this name? Tammuz is a name from an avedizara. Tammuz is actually a name of an avedizara. in There's a passage in Yecheskel where it says The women were sitting and crying by the tamuz, which was an aveidazara, and aveidazara that they would heat it up and they would serve it as an aveidazara, and they were crying. So tamuz, referring to aveidazara, is of course the lowest thing possible. But on the other hand, it's explained in chassidus at length as the teikif from tukufas tamuz. The fact that this is the time of the year which is very hot and the sun shines very strongly which is also seen in the actual meaning of the word tamas so rashi says the word tamuz means when you heat something up so over here as well it refers to the time period in the year when it's very hot so really this is an indication of a very great revelation the fact that there's physical light of the sun or the heat of the warmth of the sun that's more powerful in this time of the year, like everything else in the world, it's all evolving from something deeper, something that Beruchni is. V'yariz b'sharshir, ruchni, as it is, and ruchni is the which is from Shemesh Havai, the sun, the light and the heat of the sun, is evolving from the revelation of Havai, Shemesh H'mog and as we learn from the Pasuk and Tilim, Shemesh H'mog and so therefore this is, the, the name Tamos is referring to, to a great revelation of godliness in the world. V'as and therefore, we find something more about the sun, as this is, Eich shenisi. The sun, the way the light comes out of the sun is used as an analogy to understand the concept of Ania Vayelay Shanisi, the fact that when Devishcha creates the world and seemingly Hashem is active, and that should be a certain change in Hashem before he's active and now that he is active. But nevertheless, we learn and we can understand from the analogy of the sun, just like the light that comes out of the sun before the light comes out, after it comes out, there's no change in the sun itself. So too, this is used as a muscle to understand how when the Eibishter acts and, and creates, it's not a change in him himself. And this is used ultimately as a muscle to understand how all the worlds are completely insignificant, are totally annulled in Hashem's presence or to Hashem that creates them. So the sun is actually something which we use to understand the greatest level of Bittlta Hashem, which is the absolute and extreme opposite of what Ave is all about. The fact that the sun shines stronger in the summer months is So really what this is, is the shining of Shemesh HaVaya, of a revelation of Hashem in the world. And the strength of the sun, that it's, it's very strong rays of the heat of the sun, shows an even stronger revelation of HaVaya in this time period. That in this time period of the year, when there's a revelation of Havaya. Now Havaya refers to a godly revelation that's not bound to nature. So this is even stronger in this time period, more than in other times of the year. So based on this, we could simply understand. Why is it that we refer to a month with a name... Which is a name of Avidhazara? It's not allowed to use a name of Avidhazara to, to name things, to refer to things with this name. So now MS. So the truth is that we could answer and say that it's not, in this case, it's not forbidden to use this name of Avidhizara. Why? Because the Gemara tells us that any Avidizara which is mentioned by name in the Tayrah, you're allowed to mention its name. And is a name of Avedizara, which is mentioned in the Pasuk of Yechaskul. it's only that you're allowed to mention this Avedizar by name. Nitamuz, but it's not a must. You don't have to use this as a name to refer to a month. It name of the of why it was this name chosen, the name Tammuz chosen, and you need a special header to use this as a name for the month, even though it's a name of Avedi But based on what we're saying here, that the name Tammuz as well has a very deep meaning. It refers to the heat of this time of the year, which is Shemesh so there's no question here. The fact that we, Yidin, refer to this name, this month that is, with the name Tammuz, that's because there's a very high concept expressed in this name. As we said before, the fact that this is the very strong revelation of the heat of the sun, which is Shem Shavaya. Now the fact is, there are those that take the very same name, which means to heat up, and they use this to name an Avedzada that was also served by heating it. So, the answer to this is similar to something that the Gemara tells us regarding a similar subject that should the whole world be destroyed because of fools that misuse things, and therefore, someone that wants to use this name, Thomas, which refers to the heat of the Shemesh Shavaya, we cannot use it because someone decided to take the very same name and use it for Avedezara. <coughs> Fools are using this name for Avid So therefore we can't use this name for its true meaning, for the source of what it's about, which is expressing the Shemesh Avaya of the Abish in the world in this time period. So therefore that's the real meaning of the name Tammuz, the Shemesh Avaya, not the Inyan of Avid so here as well, we can see the same point as mentioned before regarding the days in the month where you see what it was for many, many years based on what it says in Teir mm-hmm. Shev a month where there was a tremendous tragedy in this month and then years later, a tremendous celebration is revealed in this month. So here as well we see Das was a state in B'Ksav. What does it say in the Pasik in Teir B'Ksav regarding this name? One is given and this was known all generations is the That's the lowest place of the what name Thomas refers to, as Dasham Avidizarra, a name of Avidizarah. Und Davke Pnimi is ateidah, and it's only now when Pnimi is a teira, the inner secrets of Taira was re Versus Nisgalagavan of Vede Sahrainim and Tairis Achsidis, which was revealed in the later generations in the Tayrah of Chidis, is Megala U Mefarsim Lakel. It reveals and publicizes to everybody that the name Tammuz is the opposite extreme. It's referring to the highest level, the strength of the heat and the revelation of Shem Shavaya. And this was something that was revealed only in later generations. So why is this so? What's the, the idea of here, these two opposites that we see in the same month and that it's revealed only in a later generation? The Rebbe before pointed out already that we're getting closer to the Giulah, and that's why you have this revelation in our time period. But seemingly, the main point that Eber wants to address over here is the connection of these two opposites in one month. So, seemingly, we could explain as follows The fact that we have these two opposites in the same month, a fast day, because of the exile and, dest- and destruction of the Beisam Mikdash. Un Chag, a of a celebration of Hashem because of the Redemption. So how do these two come together? So the simple answer would be as He and his The fact that they come together makes a lot of sense. Their Tachlis from them Tzayim is, what's the purpose of this fast day? It's not the, the suffering or the fasting just as an end for itself. Mas alchas v'shalem, bleiben beim that you should remain with the tragedy and with the mourning and the fasting alone. No, rather, as the Saims on this Hapahverin, Lis Sasin, or Simcha, Lumaidim Tevim, that this fast day should ultimately ultimately be transformed to a day of joy <coughs> sorry and a day of a yantif of a real celebration. That's the ultimate purpose. And thus is move on mitakol von from This could be understood how much more so from this that we see regarding the, the reason for the fast in the first place, which is galus, the fact that we have uh, we are exiled in this time. So, what's the galus? Was The whole purpose of galus is not galus Gufa, Is not to remain in this situation of galus. Nor from Rather, that this time period of galus is temporary, in order to then take us out of this galus and to merit to a great redemption. So therefore it's the same with the fast the fast day is all for the purpose that one day will be zaiha that we will then have to, we will stop fasting and not only stop fasting but actually this day itself will become a day of joy so if so, um, to remind the year about this idea in inspire to to inspire him um bringen als was up in and that that he should go ahead and do things to whatever is dependent on a person to bring to that moment when we are going to stop living in this time of Gaulus, And that's up to us by taking away the reason for the exile. We're only in Gaulus because of the Avedis. So a Yid has to constantly remember what's the point of the fast day. It's not just about mourning and, and, and thinking about the terrible thing that happened on this day. But it's actually about doing tshuva and about utilizing this day to prepare and to get it, get rid of our Vedas to come to the time period when it'll be a gola. So Hashem put into this month, in this month of Tammuz, this month from Puronius, the time of the tragedy itself, a day of redemption. And this reminds us that the main point of this fast, that you're going to be fasting this month, is in order that you'll come from here to a redemption. This explanation regarding the month of Tammuz is similar to what we find in the month of... So here, in this month as well, when you have the day of Tisha B'Av, the lowest day in the Jewish calendar, when the Hamikdash is destroyed. And then you have a few days later, the 15th of Av, Shabbos nachmud, the Shabbos that follows Tisha B'Av, that reminds us of the great consolation that Hashem will console us when He brings, and He rebuilds the Besamikdash. And so the Avellus, the morning of Tishabov and all other Gvuris, dinim, judgment that took place in the month of Av. So it's similar in the month of Tammuz. There's a day of redemption to remind us that from the greatest Gullus that begins in Shabbat Shabbat Tammuz, we have to be inspired to work on bringing about the Giulu that should follow. Aber Nit Over here, this explanation regarding the month of Tammuz is not sufficient. It's not exactly the same as it is in the month of Av while Aleph. The first reason here is This would be a good explanation here. Tog was If the day of the redemption would be following the day when there was the tragedy, when the day of the fast day. like it is in the month of Av was Nach the, the 15th of Av, Shabbos Nachmu follows after Tisha B'av, which is this idea that after the tragedy and the mourning of Tisha B'av, you come then to realize that from there we're going to come to the greatest revelation and the greatest redemption, which happens, which is Hamish uh, HaSeb'Av, the time that, that that's uh, to inspire us, that we're coming to a great celebration. Here, however, the celebration of the Friedrich is redemption. Is when it's on Yud Beis Tamos, Yud Gimel Tammuz, before Shavas Emet Tammuz, and before the three weeks that starts in Shavas Tammuz is the fun mashma. So from this it seems as the in Yina the theme and the concept of Geulah here in the month of Tamos, is net the b'chines was kommt später als um Tachlas um The point there is not the fact that the purpose, the ultimate purpose of exile, is to bring us and to lead us to a greater redemption that will follow. Now, Fakert, rather as we see in the order of the days of the month, it's in the opposite. God, God, is Here we have a redemption that comes before, and it's sort of as an introduction to the galus that will come later in Shavasah Betamos. So, what's the explanation for this? Bay another point. Here is when you have these two themes, exile and redemption, that come together in one time period and one month. So, it's understood. so obviously we have to focus on and we should be sensing primarily in this time period the purpose and the whole goal which is the Gola redemption, that's the main thing that we should focus on. Even if we'll say, that we also have to sense the fact that there's a Golos here, there's an exile. Because it's all through the fact that we are in Golos and that we sense this Gaulus that we actually come to an even greater revelation, or a greater redemption. As it says, that it's only because the Gaulus is a double. Punishment and it's such a great suffering So then as a result when it comes to the Abishar consoling us and redeeming us the redemption is a, a, a double redemption to a much greater extent So therefore yes, it is the, the, the Golis itself is also something that we experience and we feel Because this is what brings us to redemption But ultimately the whole situation of Golis that the Yid is in is all secondary and it's all just here to lead up to the redemption it's all just causing, to what's going to follow, a greater level of redemption. This is the reason why it became customary amongst yidden that when it comes to the month of Av, the name of the month in the, the Mishnah is Av, but Yidin add the name Menachem, and they refer to the month as Menachem Av, which means the father consoles. So, Madgish sein gleich by sein Nomen. So, this is emphasizing in the name of the month itself. As the Chaydish is Ikir in Yanai, niet The main theme of the month is not the harshness or the judgment of the month, nor the Nihum of the inyanim Rather, Hashem consoling us regarding those tragedies that took place in this month of Av. That's the main thing we should focus on. Ubemeile <coughs> Tzarek so if so, this brings us to a more fundamental question of here regarding the month of Tammuz that has these two dates in it. A day of tragedy and a day of celebration of Simcha. If we were, we were going to say, is That this month we can see that it actually has in it the main point of the month, which is redemption. That even Golas itself, the main purpose and point of Golas is redemption. And we can see the month Taka has in it, a day of redemption. So, how is it possible, that for so many generations, all that was known is just the the secondary point, or just the the, the toffel, which is the fasting. And the main point of what the Golos is all about, which is the lead up to redemption, and that's what the main thing that you should be focusing on, was totally unknown. So, how could we explain this? In other words, it's tacked through the point, that Rebbe said before, that the closer we get to the time of the Geulah, so the more there is revealed in the world aspects of Geulah, and therefore it's this time period that you have the revelation of this month being a month of Geulah as well. But it doesn't answer the question though, that if the main idea of Chodesh Tamus is Geulah, because in Golus and Geula, even the Gollus itself is all for the purpose of Gola, So how could it be that in earlier generations the main point of the month was totally unknown? From alam is fashtandik. So therefore, from all this we understand, as the teichim from Chaydech Tammuz, that we have to say that really the content of this month of Tammuz is Tachet Aminyan Atzaim Shabai. It's the fast day of this month, the fast which is a result of the exile and the tragedy that we are fasting for. Not in Dem and in Faran Regarding the fast day of this month, there are two approaches to what the content of this fast day is. How do we? What is our perspective on this fast day, which is of course because of the Gaulas in this month? Aleph. So of course one point is Simply externally, thus was was via if you look at what the fast day is for, on a simple level, so you see it as a day of punishment, a day of destruction and therefore we are fasting for this day. Beis, however, the p'nimi is von zayim. there is something deeper about this fast day, that zayim via the fast day, what will happen to this very day when Mashiach comes. V'zdamot v'zayim v'niglak the glory of the Ebish will be revealed in the world. v'n v'simcha a day of joy and gladness and celebration ayantif to say, so what this means is the akare. so here you have to, what you have to recognize is as the point there is not only that Hashem puts us in a gulah for the purpose that through gulah we later will come to a greater redemption that's one idea which the Rebbe mentioned before based on the madrish but there's something deeper here as the actual fast itself, the tragedy itself Internally and its real Indian, what is it really? It's a it's a it's a concept of joy and celebration Even the actual punishment and retribution itself So really this is all an expression of the Ebsher's love to the Eden was the and the reason Hakar be, Hakar, all these terrible tragedies that began in this month be an expression of Hashem's love to Eden. So, this is in the words of the Altarebbe and Tanya is as a great and awesome king. So he comes down, he lowers himself down to go and wash his child, his only child, from any dirt that he has on himself. And so to Hashem, the Pasuk says, Hashem comes and washes his children, the daughters of on himself, and he may have to use very hot water and something that will hurt a little bit in order to cleanse, cleaning agent and so on. But this is all the to coming and cleaning us from any blemishes or any Avedis that we have. So it's actually an expression of love. This is also hinted in how we can see the kvirs, meaning when the day of a yontif is established, on what day of the week is the yontif. So there's a simon that we learn from Ad-Bash, taking the first and the last letter of the Aleph Beis, and then the second to first and the second to last. This is brought by a very great paiskim, it's brought in Shulchan As tish so based on this simon of at bash we learn out the following that Tishubov, while Derech says was the Aschalov of Khurbun de Tishubov, and the same is also true with Shavasub Tamos, the beginning of the destruction that culminated in Tishubov, is Chal Alamal in the and tog and vach with the Yemrish and Pesach. It always falls out on the same day as the first day of Pesach. What's the connection between Tishabov and Pesach? Two complete opposites. But what do we understand from this? So this is a hint for the fact that really, internally, in the true content of what they are, so Tishabov and the first day of Pesach are really one and the same thing. An an expression of Hashem's kindness. And the rabbi goes even further. On the contrary, the love of Hashem that there is in the very fast day, in the tragedy that takes place on this day, is even the love of Hashem is here even more. In dem din, is Mulubish pnimi In this judgment and in this punishment, you actually have a deeper level of love. The deepest love of Hashem is actually expressed when it comes to a punishment, when it comes to something which seems to be harsh. Again, going back to the Mosheel before, Like we can see this and understand this from the analogy of a father that is punishing a child that did something that he was not, wasn't allowed. Is The fact that the father has to be very strict with his son and there's a consequence that he has to give him and he has to discipline him. So that's really a result of an actually deeper love. And therefore the father is so moved by his his son's behavior that's not appropriate and he wants to teach him, he wants to educate him that the father is even ready to do something which is opposite of the natural instincts of a father. To only be good to his child in an open way and he's going to have to discipline him because he loves him so much that he's ready to do even something that is against the nature of a father. The Because it's such a deep love, it's, it's not limited to being open and revealed love, but it actually even expresses itself in something which is the opposite of, of being openly loved. Even something which is a punishment, something which is a retribution. So this is a deeper love. So the point of it here is, it's not just that the fast day, the tragedy will lead afterwards to redemption. The day, the tragedy itself, the punishment itself is in truth an expression of Hashem's deep love for Klael Yisrael. The With this Chesidus explains, lost. Why? After Mashiach comes, and the third base of Miklash is rebuilt. So now Tishibov will be transformed into a great yomtev. no yontiv It actually says it will be a greater yontiv than all the other yomimtev. The l'chayris so is seemingly, this is very difficult to understand. Yes, it's true that after the third Beis Hamikdash is built, art and So there'll be no room for mourning anymore. So Tisha B'Av will not be a day of mourning anymore. But what would be the reason why this should be transformed into a great Yontif? Haloi, to use the, uh, this is a, from a mime of the where he says the question in the following terms. All that happens over here is that we have left the situation where there's a reason to, to, to mourn. So now that the B'Shemiklash is rebuilt, so now the bitterness of the day is gone, as if the B'Shemiklash was not destroyed, but there's no reason for celebration though. But so the answer is based on what we explained before here, The truth is even today, what's the real deeper content of what happened on Tisha B'av all about? It's really an expression of a deeper love of Hashem. Nor, the only thing is, As long as what we see and what's controlling matters in a revealed sense in the world is the harshness of Hashem, the anger that comes out through this punishment in the time of Galus. And the fact that this is really a result of a deeper love from the Father, from the Eivishter, is all still concealed. So the day of Tisha B'av has to be observed as it is externally with the content of a fast day and all the other Allah has come along with this fast day. However, but after the judgment has been done and the anger is gone, so which will be revealed when Mashiach comes. So then, all that will remain is, and it'll be revealed the deeper love that there is in connection to this day. So this very day itself will become a day of joy and celebration, where we celebrate the deepest connection of Hashem to the Yidn. So that's the theme of the month. <coughs> the fast day, yes, the fast day is the main theme of the month, like it says in Torah Shabbat. But the fast day itself, the pnimius, is the deepest love of the Eibush to the So now going back to the point that was mentioned before. As thus is the tam was Bemeshach the Yaladis, so this is the reason why in all previous generations, Hatmabaifung Goloik and Tobin nor the Mininat Sem All that they knew of was the fact that it's a fast day, the negative. Valkanal, as mentioned before, the take of ave Vaguluf and Tamos, this deeper and strong love that Hashem has to us. That's expressed in this tragedy of Tamos is ongeton bashus. It's it's very covered, and it's 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 there's a lot of garments that are covering this truth. Dafkin and Yanaphun and it's actually being covered by a behavior where it seems like Dabishti is judging and being harsh and punishing. So therefore, there are two there's the, the all the external layers that don't allow us to see and recognize the pneumas for what it is. Not in Dora Dikvasid when it comes in later generations when we are right here and before the time of Mashiach coming, when we could begin tasting and feeling some of the sparks of the revelation of the coming giulah is so that the time has come to give us to taste a little bit, this as well, so their with the pnimis von and the that what's really going on here in this time period, when the Ebeship punishes Yidin, that this entire time period is really a greater and deeper revelation of Hashem's love to Yidin. So in this time period of Iqvist to the before Meshicha comes, Hashem brings us this revelation of the nest of the miracle that took place in Yidbez the Gimel Tamas, the redemption of the Fritiget and another point here is uberfrat and more specifically as in dem Gola in this redemption of the Friedgerabe haben sich eise direkt die zweige zava sana habene gelt zu the two opposite extremes that you see regarding golas in general the golas and then the redemption that comes from the Gaulus, wie es muss frie sein that at first there must be a time period of judgment warum der yisrena er nemt sich davke nach euch as we understand from what the pasuk says, that the greatest level of revelation only comes from a place of darkness. But Aber, and then the other point here is when the time of judgment is complete, is, salib and Im is da, that this darkness and this harshness itself, what is it really, it's really a deeper expression of love and that's something that comes out later. But it's really true all the time, that the, the real judgment itself and the harshness itself is an expression of a deeper love. So we see these two opposite points in the redemption of the Friedrich Rebbe. Von on one hand is the Rebbe durchgegangen, uh, The Rebbe is the Rebbe durchgegangen, that should be maybe. The Yisurim un'inuyim from Meiser of the Schwersten Leifen. The Friedrich Rebbe experienced pain and suffering and an exile or an imprisonment to the, the most difficult extent. To the point that they actually wanted to take away his life, God forbid. On the other hand though, what we see here, He said, in this redemption of yud for Tammuz, not only was the Fridegger released from prison, what, we, what was seen over here is, after the Fridegger was released, it turned out to be that his whole release and redemption of prison, all paved the way for a tremendous revelation of of, chesed, of kindness from Dei How so? That the work of as a result of the Fidigarabi being freed then from prison. This paved the way for him to broaden his work of spreading Tah and Yiddishkeit, God and on a completely different level, bisu the Grechen to the point that the Fidigarabi then left Russia and ultimately brought spreading Yiddishkeit to the entire world. And this idea could be explained and understood with the Lashon that the Gemara says And the Rebbe Rashab used this expression of the Gemara regarding the imprisonment and release of the Alte Rebbe. You take an olive, so when you crush it, it has to first be crushed. That's when you can take out the oil of it. The crushing is a of emseydif Maitzi shamnai it's not just a crushing the crushing itself is positive that's how you get the oil out of the olive and then there's even a further point that you see here the girl of Yud based thamos you see by the redemption of the field of Yud based thamos it also transformed it was one of the days of the imprisonment and the godless days from Yud based thomas that was even before Yud Beis Tamos, in a day that seemed to be, a day of a tragedy, after the redemption of the Yud Beis Tamos, it was revealed that it was really a day of joy. Meaning, it's not only that the Galus then brought to reveal a later date than Yud Beis Tamos, that this was the day of the redemption, that very day itself, the Rebbe here is referring to Gimel Tammuz, is a, a, that that it seemed like it was a day of an, an imprisonment or an exile and a tragedy. This very day itself was transformed, and we saw that it was really a redemption. Just like we find that will happen regarding the fast days, that the fast days will be transformed into a day of joy. So what happened on this day of Gimel Tammuz? Gimel Tammuz, when the Rebbe is befreit geworden von Meiser. It's on this day that the Friedrich Rebbe was released from prison, on this verschickt of in gallows. And then he was exiled for 3 years, it was supposed to be uh, to be in exile. Hat dann in einem Jahr so when it happened in that year It just seemed like to be another stage in his imprisonment. Afschickung zu seinen Gallows, being exiled into an exile. Was in gewisse is das also schwer wie Misse. Exile, in certain details, is equivalent to death. The this, Chinuch this explains this regarding what the severity of exile is. And furthermore, it was unknown at that time. The fact that the Friedrich Rebbe is being released from prison and he's being exiled for three years. Is this because they want to be more lenient with his situation? Or maybe because there was so much pressure internationally to free the Rebbe, so they just want to a little bit to alleviate that pressure from, from, from all places that they had. And therefore they're temporarily freeing him and sending him into exile. And then later they'll find another excuse of why to do what they ultimately wanted to do to him. So it could very, very well be that this was actually a day of a tremendous tragedy. The continuation and actually only part of their scheme in their imprisoning the Frida Ebbe. But then what happened? But once the Fridiger Ebbe was released and yud Thomas, what this revealed is as an emerson that the truth was as their talk from gimel Thomas given, this was a day that not, was not just the beginning of a, of a, was not a beginning of a Golos, nor the erste shlav in the Golos. It was a step in the, towards the, the redemption. It's a day of salvation that the Ebershop began the goal of the Freeligate Rebbe. The salvation and the, the, the kindness of Hashem of this day, when the Rebbe is b'afraid from Maiser, when he was freed from being in actual prison, is in gewisse regarding certain details, mer Yud Even more than Yud based Thomas itself. Because the fact that Fidigreb was imprisoned, Mamish in a prison cell, and here he was taken out of a prison cell. So yes, he was sent into an exile. So in certain details, that's even greater than his release from his exile city on the day of Yud Bay's But says that was only a redemption from an exile. So here we see how the very day itself, Gimel-Tamos, is transformed and it's revealed to be a day of Yeshua Vatzalah. So this explains us even better the idea of the two opposites that we could see in the meaning of the name Tamos. In the time of all generations, so in the month of Tammuz, all that that was, that was sensed in this world was the content of what Tammuz is and externally. That will put on by the fast and the punishment that there is in this month. So what was publicized? What was known? Only the fact, the negative aspect of this name of Tammuz, that it's a name of so what this means is It's a time period of, a- of absolute concealment over godliness to the lowest level of concealment. That's what Avedzara represents. When we get closer to the time period of redemption So then the deeper dimension of Tayre that reveals the deeper dimension of everything that happens. So this reveals and publicizes the Pneumius. What's really Tammuz all about? That it's in this darkness that you have a greater strength and a greater intensity of light. The great light and heat that there comes from the name of the Shema Shavaya that you have in this time period of the year. Nach dem vidarin is des galagavon in taira, and after this is revealed in taira is the nach harab in welt. So then this comes down also, and it 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 happens in the world as well in the Nes when you base tamos and the miracle that happened on this day in this month. Where it was openly seen to everybody, the revelation of the Shem Shavaya above nature was the Same hell It broke through the very lowest concealment and darkness, then and of the deepest and lowest and worst opposition to Tahum Mitzvis that there was in that time period, biz to the point. As they, they themselves agreed to, to freeing the Friedrich Rebbe from prison. And they did this while they knew clearly, as that redeeming and releasing the Friedrich Rebbe will give tremendous encouragement for all those that were spreading Yiddishkeit in that Medina. So they are going to be the ones that are going to cause a tremendous inspiration and encouragement for people to spread Yiddishkeit. So in other words, this means as theselbe was habmaristirte those that imprisoned the Friede Rebbe to live sein arbet and uh, abatze because of his work of spreading Yiddishkeit, haben ze gufen maskim given. They, so to speak, agreed to a and other in Yerushalayim to to be the cause to bring about an added added encouragement and enthusiasm in the work of spreading Yiddishkeit there in Russia in those years. So that's the idea here that we see in the two names of the month, and two meanings that is, of the name and the month of uh, the name Tammuz, this month, and the two, ty- the two times, the two days that there are in this month. That every time there's a tragedy, there's a punishment, there's a judgment, it really, this is a great revelation of love from Hashem. The closer we get to Mashiach, the more the Pnimiyas of what it is is revealed in Tayre, and Pnimiyas at Tayre, and then as a result, also in the world as well. So, one of the very simple and basic lessons that we should learn out from everything we spoke about here. When we're getting closer to this time period of the year, the three weeks that are Bainam Tsodim. And you start thinking about wie is the from Zmanagolas and zman from mishiche How thick is the darkness? Of Godless in general and in this time period specifically right before Mashiach comes. So one may fall into despair. How could one overcome all of these hardships and challenges and darkness in this time period? As they's even if one knows as durakh on fun der matanish un yusudem in zmanah galus that from all this suffering and all this pain in the time of galus vet noch arays kommen an ilui bishazgiola so following this we will come to a time period of redemption when mashiach comes aber however it's in and bitter in But looking at the present, right now, we are here experiencing such a tremendous and bitter darkness of Gallus. We it by. So how could I now, how could one now overcome this darkness that we actually are experiencing now? It's not enough only to know the future that this will lead to a greater revelation afterwards. So if so here we have the lesson, and we learn, and we have tremendous encouragement of the point that we learned here. As adarabe, on the contrary, It's specifically here in our generation, the 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 generation right before mashiach arrives. dem We have the revelation of the deeper dimension of teire, v'sat megale gev'en or them from It reveals and publicizes what is the true content of this day of Yud based of Yud Zayin, Tamos, and all these days of the Benam Tzadim. As in Zay is da that the That really this is all an expression of a deeper and stronger love of Hashem on to And therefore as a introduction to this day. Hashem <laughs> gives us this day of celebration of Yudbeis and Yegimel Gufa That here now, in this time period of Golos <laughs> itself, That we can reveal this deeper love that there is of the Hei that we have today, the ability, we came to that point, closer to Mashiach, so therefore we could reveal the inner dimension of what this day is all about and reveal it in the world beisen so wird battle dem helm to the point that even the external concealment that exists in the world should also be annulled. und das ist and therefore this encourages us um khazakaiden zu können in the tag sorry zu kochen in the tag and then primisig in teichen von galles so, therefore, we should, in, these, in this time period, we should focus on and we should really put our enthusiasm into the real content of what gollus is about. That it's really a love of Devishta for us. And even more so, as a Zolnidba virgt von den Bitterkeit und Abgefallenkeit von Matzava Golas. That one should not become affected by the bitterness and, and feeling despair of the situation of Golas than to feel hopeless. There's no reason to feel hopeless if we know the truth of what the Golas is really all about. Hashem doesn't let go of us. Adarabi, he's holding us on to us even stronger. It's an even deeper love. And veilis Yes, we must, must keep all the halachas of Shechanarach that it says regarding the morning of this time period from Be'na M'tzadim via Mantzach api On Allah all the details that it says. But there are different ways that you could find, even according to Taita, in uh, only according to Taita, that is, that you can also add enjoy in, in these days. The for example, if you conclude learning a full mesecta even in this day, so the Gemara tells us that this is a yomtiv, and therefore this is a day that if you make this siyam, so even if it's a time that you're not allowed to eat a a, a meat meal, a fleishig meal, but when you make a sium, you're allowed. In general, that in this time period of the year, one should have more enthusiasm in his learning of Teireh. The Teireh is the true joy of a person's heart and specifically to learn, as the Rebbe always encouraged in this time period of the year, to learn the halachas of beis abchirav, be learning about the building of the beis amikdash and everything about the structure of the beis amikdash. For limud in as it says in the medrash, when one when one learns. The is and the details about the structure of the Beis Mikdash is an imaila aleim ki iloe abayis. Hashem says, I consider it as if you are actually building the Beis Mikdash. So when one recognizes the true content of these days, that it's really a deeper love of Hashem, this will ultimately then bring the revelation of what the deeper idea of these days is, that it should be revealed in the world, as it will be revealed when Mashiach comes, that these days will be transformed to days of joy and a days of a great yontif.